What up, world? So past first point guard and Trailblazers reporter Mike Richmond. Listen to another episode of Lockdown Blazers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts. And now also on YouTube, We're trying to get to a thousand YouTube subscribers by Halloween. Uh, we're up over 700. We're pushing towards 1,000, but we can't reach our goal without your help. So if you're listening to the show and you haven't subscribed, please, please, please go to YouTube right now and subscribe to Locked on Blazers. I would really, really appreciate it. Today's episode of Locked on Blazers is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. So a big thank you to McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. Today's show is a is a very special one because we are joined by none other than Trailblazers forward Nazir Little, fresh off a the six man role in uh, Wednesday night's season opener when he was the first Trailblazer off the bench. So what we're gonna do today is hear a little bit from my conversation with Nas. So without further ado, let's get into it. Cool. So we'll just roll for a little bit and uh, we'll get it going. Um, appreciate you joining me. What was okay now that you've had a night to sleep on it? What was what do you think of day one? Uh, I thought it was good. Um, I felt like, um, you know, for the most part, we did what we were supposed to do. I think we played hard, uh, we had energy, um, you know, we executed solidly. Um, I think we'll improve over time. You know, we got a lot of new coaches, new players coming in, so we kind of still learn how to mesh together. But I think uh, that was a pretty good uh, start for us. What was the focus like in practice today? This is like your first sort of post-game practice. What was it like? Uh, it was more so just of, you know, the, uh, the guys that played a lot just got shots. The younger guys, we we scrimmaged, um, you know. But prior to that, we did some defensive walkthrough stuff uh, just to kind of clean up some of the confusion we had uh, on the pick and rolls and our coverage on the weak side. You think that was the biggest issue? Because for me, that was that was the problem. It's just like point of attack, and then you guys got caught in, in rotations, and that seemed to be like kind of the biggest thing. Yeah, um, you know, we, we I think we did a good job of containing the pick and rolls, but uh, you know, we we got to do we got to have better effort. Um, you know, on the backside and our closeouts, um, I think we got to do better also of straight line drives and penetration because it forces the help to kind of overreact. So if we can kind of make guys veer off path just a little bit more. I think it'll uh, make our defense uh, better. Yeah, it's just keeping keeping people out of the paint because once they get two feet in the paint, then it's a problem. What what are you like as a like reviewing? Do you want to see all your shots? Do you want to see all your possessions? Or are you like, okay, I know what happened. Let's go, let's go ahead and get to the next one. Yeah, I'm the type. I like to watch myself because uh, you know you you get a you sometimes when you're playing or you think you're doing something, but you're not really doing it as hard as you think you are. So like. You know, especially on games that are bad, you know, you think you play hard and then you watch yourself and you're just disappointed. Like you see, uh, you know, the lack less effort. Uh, you see the times where you kind of retired or you could have went a little bit harder. And when you see it, it's easier to hold yourself accountable and make yourself aware. So I personally like to watch it. Um, Did you see anything last night that you said, damn, man, I wish I had done this differently? Um. I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I would just say I had a perfect game, but I mean, for the most part, I think I played solid. I think, you know, I just took what was given. I think I played well defensively. Um, I made the right rotations. So I think, I, you know, I played a solid game. I mean, there were certain clips where I could have ran a little bit harder back in transition or, but I mean, besides that, I played pretty, pretty solid. 
Yeah, I think you played well. I wasn't trying to catch you. I wasn't trying to like get you. Yeah, I know you. Sometimes you know. Sometimes you tr people try to force a lesson that ain't there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I play. I play solid. Um, <clears throat> the uh, the Euro step on HB that's got to feel good. Your first bucket of the night, Euro passed a fellow Tar Heel on HB and score. That's got to feel good. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it was definitely good to get that early touch. Uh, you know, shout out to Dame for looking for me in transition. So, is that where you can make a make an impact? Like, you, obviously, you're a really good athlete. Like, do you think getting out, leaking out there, is where you're going to be impactful this year? Yeah, um, you know, Chauncey's emphasized pace, and uh, you know, I'm one of the guys on the wing that, you know, I'm in good shape. I'm athletic. I can, you know, run the floor. So. You know, I think as long as we, uh, you know, maintain that emphasis and guys are looking up and transition, and myself included, if I get a rebound, making sure that I look up, you know, for guys running on the wings, you know, we can uh, we can be lethal for sure. How would you describe your first two years in the NBA? Uh, I'd just say learning experience. Um, it's just been a lot of just learning, you know, trying to figure out certain things to do. Um, a lot of mental notes I had to take. Um, but now I think it's time to kind of apply things that I've learned in my first two years and put it to work. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. You've had such, I mean, your draft class had just a truly strange introduction to the league, right? Like yeah. uh, what, a, what a time, uh, you know, you get there, you have the COVID shortened season, then you go to the bubble. And then last year is just, I mean, knock on wood, hopefully something we never see again with empty arenas. Right. Um, does this feel kind of like a starting over or does this feel like year three? And I'm kind of like, where do you, what's, what's sort of, you know, cause this is, seems like a real season. You played it with a full arena and all that. Uh, it feels like, uh, it feels like legit year three. I mean, you know, um, obviously we had fans last year, but for me, every game I was going in, like it was still helping me develop as a player. Sure. So, you know, all the things that I, all the times I played and all the moments I had in games and, playing meaningful minutes here and there help, you know, develop me as a player coming into this year. What were, what was your first interaction with Chauncey Billups like? Um, it was good. I mean, he, he had texted me uh, once he got the job, he had texted me and just, you know, just checking in. And then um, when I came back to Portland, you know, I hit him up. I was like, you out here? And then we just uh, chopped it up. I think I was working out or something. We just chopped it up a little bit, but it, it was good, man. He's been, you know, super, super straightforward. Um, super chill guy, you know, really can relate to him. So it's been all positive. You were there like working out pre-summer league thinking you were going to go to Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah. How did that come about that they were like, basically, you're too, you're too good to go? Like, how did that come about? Well, that circumstance, that circumstance wasn't really what it was, you know, written out to be, honestly. Like, um, I knew I wasn't going to summer league about, three weeks, two or three weeks before I even practiced with him. So, um, you know, because I talked to Neil, you know, as soon as our season ended, I talked to Neil about summer league. And, you know, it was kind of like, I don't really think you need it. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, I don't want you getting hurt. So, like, you can if you want to, if you're really adamant. And I told him, I want to play. And then uh, fast forward, um, you know, they were just kind of like, you know, you're, you're good. You don't need to do it. We'd rather, you know, just have you out here working out if you want. Um, and then I told, uh, Chauncey asked me if I wanted to practice. I was like, yeah, I want to get those, you know, live reps. And I think it helped me practice in summer league because sure. I saw all our stuff early. I saw our plays early. So, you know, coming into training camp, I knew 
you know, the basics of it, you know, the basics of a defense, um, you know, some plays. So I practiced for that week and you know, I still played well during the practices. So, um, you know, that's when it kind of came out that I wasn't going to be. So, fired. yeah. So you, you had actually already earned it, but the way we heard about it was like, yeah, Nas yeah. graduates <laughs> from summer league. Uh, are you a Vegas guy? Would you have enjoyed going like, I mean, personally, I'm, I wouldn't like this, this, whatever. I, I, I've never really experienced Vegas as a grown man. I just turned 21 this year. So. Oh um, yeah. So you haven't really done Vegas, Vegas. Yeah, well, the previous times I went, I was just in the apartment. So well, you know, when you're a real NBA vet, you'll get to go visit the rooks, your rook when, uh, on in summer league and get to go for that first weekend, like the real NBA vets do. And then you yeah. get to, then you get to experience a little bit. It'll change. Right, right. Want to take a moment here to remind you that this episode of Locked on Blazers is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving community since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than a place just to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come to reconnect, a place where classmates can meet up for a study group knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and an endless supply of French fries and McFlurries. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team, or the away team can recharge. It's a place where you can always look forward to stopping at on a long road trip to rest your legs or refuel. So head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. All right. Let's hear more from my conversation with Nazir Little. What is what is Chauncey like as a coach? Um, because my impression of him is that he is as calm as they come. Like I'm trying to get I'm trying to get him riled up. Maybe not mad, but like I want to see his his blood pressure raise a little bit. What is what is your perception of him in, on in that term? Uh, Chauncey, he he is calm, but I think he he's straightforward. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not. Although he's calm, he's gonna tell you what it is straight up. He's not gonna try to sugarcoat it or beat around the bush. Um, he holds everybody accountable equally, including himself. So um, he's going to say it the way he needs to say it for it to get across. So that's the type of guy he is. He don't really do the overtop screaming and kicking, you know what I'm saying? He, he's pretty chill. But uh, as a coach, and I think it's easier for to communicate that way. You know what I'm saying? Just sure. have the dialogue. It's, it's just, this is what I mean. This is what I'm saying. You know, you say your piece and then you know, leave it at that. Has there been a moment, though, when he's just said, like, Maybe not yelling, but like Nazir, you need to be there. The kind of like really just sort of that accountability that he's preached so much. Have there been moments where you've you've kind of felt that from him? Yeah, for sure. Like today we were scrimmaging and uh it was a tie game and I like I reached for the ball and like I ain't foul him, but he just called a foul to like let me know like not to be doing stuff like that. And he was he was pretty tight, but you know what I'm saying? Like I don't take none of that stuff personal, you know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. Um, it's a learn. That's the, that's what those moments are for, man. It's all right. about food, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, I'm no. sure enough to see that, understand that. So, you know, he said his piece, he was upset, but we go forward and, you know, I learned that lesson, how to do that again. Yeah, p- part of being a good player is willing to be coached. Yeah. Who'd you reach on? Uh, ben, I ain't fouling though. They just called <laughs> out specifically to like, tell me don't be doing that. I was like, what Just because you were you were lunging at the ball instead of staying like in in the in the shell. I mean, like <laughs> I was picking him up full, and he was dribbling, and he was losing the ball, so I just poked it, and then they just caught a foul. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I was thinking like half court. You were you nah, were just kind of nah, like full court. It's full court. Okay, you were eighty feet from the rim. Yeah. 
Okay. Right, which is why, like, it was, it, it was, and it was a bad plan on my part, but it's what it is. Yeah, keep, keep, <laughs> keep, keep learning. Um, so obviously, we talked about your first couple of years in the league. Like, how different is it for you this year, preparing, knowing you're going to play? Um, you know, obviously, you stay ready. I know the mentality. I know the, I know the catchphrase, man, and I know you did. Like, I've, I've spent enough time around you that I know you, you work hard. But it's different, right? It has to be yeah. different. Yeah, um, I think, you know, you know, basketball, staying ready is physical, right? So, you know, my previous years is staying in shape, keep working on your game. This year, like going into the games, it's more of a mental staying ready where like before the games, like my focus is greater. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not on my phone. Like I'm not just doing whatever. I'm not playing. I'm not watching TV or playing video games before the game or just chilling or walking around like, um, or BSing with me about Carolina and Duke in the locker room. <laughs> I could kind of catch you rookie right. year BSing about the uh, Carolina basketball. Yeah. It's, it's right. got to be different this year. This is different. Like I'm, I'm, I'm allowed to, you know, I just focus a little bit more. Um, locked in on the scout more. You know, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm supposed to be um, locked in on when I get into the game. So it allows me to have a deeper mental focus. Is it is it as defined as like, because, you know, you come in, you're the first sub off the bench. Um, it's six minute mark you probably knew you're going in it's it's yeah. pretty similar but do you know you're going into guard De'Aaron Fox like is your scout like here's the king's point guard and and here's his tendencies type of stuff is that what you're seeing on the ipad pregame actually no I didn't I didn't know I was going to guard De'Aaron um it's just more of a I think because I'm versatile defensively it's kind of like you know it, it is what it is it doesn't really matter it's more of I came in you know Dame and CJ carry the offensive load you know what I'm saying so you know, I can guard De'Aaron, and I think I'm one of the guys that I can make things harder because of my length, speed, quickness, strength. I have the, you know, the, the tools to be able to mix it up on all those different kind of guys. So I came in, and Dave was like, yo, you got De'Aaron. It's just like, all right, let's do it. You know what I'm is saying? That what you, is that what you want? Like, do you yeah, want that assignment? I definitely want that assignment. Um, I think that's just a way for me to just continue to make a name allowing myself to showcase that type of stuff keeps you on the court. So, um, you know, and it, it's really good for your teammates and the coaches to believe in you and just casually like, hey, bro, you got De'Aaron, who's one of the fastest guards in the league. You know what I'm saying? And nobody bats an eye at that. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's, uh, you know, something that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's different for let's see, let's try Nas. Like, let's, we, you know, hey, right. Nas, give us give us four <laughs> minutes. Let's try this. As opposed let's to not, be like. We want you to guard him. Like, it, yeah. It, it means a lot for sure. What does that mean to you? Like, what does that responsibility mean? Because that's what everybody wants. Yeah, I mean, it's it just, it's a challenge I got to uh, take, uh, you know, just being ready and I got the opportunity and, you know, there's people that believe that can do it. So now it's time to kind of prove them right, prove myself right, prove those that believe in me right and just, you know, just simply do it. I mean, you've, you've since I've known you, you thought you were a good NBA player. Yeah. Does it, did it like... At 19, you told me I, I can play and I can score in this league. I've, yeah. I've it, the confidence is a is a requisite for the job. You literally could not do your job without the confidence. But does it change getting real game reps? I mean, you're you're one game into this season, but the, your confidence like that you've always believed does it change now that you're getting this opportunity? I mean, a little bit. I mean, I think that it kind of you know confidence is a is a tricky thing, man. I, you get confidence from the work you put in. So sure, throughout this whole summer. My confidence wasn't just from coaches saying I could do it or, you know, my teammates saying I could do it. Although that does help and you, everybody wants to be acknowledged for what they're doing. 
it just came from the hours and hours and hours of being in the gym and confidence and just everything. So from shooting to changing my diet, losing weight, getting lighter, being faster. So now I'm like, okay, I'm quicker. Now I'm confident guarding some guy, somebody who's faster, like that type of mindset. And then again, like you got your coaches believing you, your teammates believing you, just it's just icing on the top. So, you know, all that together just kind of raises your level of play. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Look, I've been telling you about Built Bars for a long time because it's the best tasting protein bar on the market, but I've also been enjoying Built Bars in my home for just as long. Uh, my personal favorites are cookies and cream and peanut butter brownie, but there's something for everyone. If you go to built.com right now, whatever your flavor palette is, you'll find something. If you're into the fruity flavors like strawberry or new uh, or, or orange or new strawberry puff, you'll find it there. If you want, if you want something a little more classic and chocolatey like salted caramel or double chocolate, that's also available right now too. So like I said, you'll find whatever, whatever you're into, you'll find a built bar that meets your taste buds, but it's not just, they're not just delicious. They're also packing a punch healthy as well. How about this? 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, four to five grams of sugar, and no more than five grams of net carbs. All tasty, all healthy. Go get yourself some. Go to built.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Still a pass first point guard. Still Mike Richmond. You're still listening to Locked on Blazers. Let's hop back into my conversation with Nazir Little. How'd you change your diet? What are you eating now? Or what have you cut out? What are you not eating now? I guess is a better question. Man, I just, you know, cut out like, you know, um, just the days where I would eat fast food or just, and I, I didn't eat fast food consistently, but, you know, the, the moments where I would eat some fried chicken or sure have a hamburger or eat Chipotle and get a large bag of chips, like stuff like that, I don't do that no more. So um, I just kind of locked in, making sure I'm eating more vegetables, um, drinking more water, all that type of stuff, man. It, it was pretty, it was fairly simple. Um, yeah. you know, my chef, my chef, she did a great job making it everything easy for me. So I get home, there's a meal in there. I just heat it up and I eat it and it's just, it just makes it easier. I don't have to think about what I'm going to eat. And that was my struggle, my rookie year, just because I had to do my, I have no chef. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I have to figure out, like, I can I can't cook. So, like, <laughs> you know, I figure out how I'm going to eat. You know what I'm saying? Your options are relatively limited. You know what I'm saying? So um, once I kind of just made that investment, that's really what it is, man. It's a little bit expensive, but it's an investment that can eventually, you know, be a ben- uh, benefit for me in the long run. Yeah, I mean, you're investing in the whatever 30-year-old Nas at 21. It's like, right. this is, you got to keep the body right. Um, is, what could, so what could you cook rookie year? Give me like a, if you're, you're open up the, you're at your house, you're open up the fridge, you got like a Gatorade in there. What else you got? <laughs> oh man, rookie year, I probably had some, in the fridge, probably had some fruit and water, bro. Like I, and like condiments, like I don't really, yeah. even now, like I don't really have, cause it's just me. I don't really have like stuff just in the fridge. Like sure, sure. pantry is literally like when my chef cooks, there'll be some fruit in there, condiments. And then like, that's really it. You know what I'm saying? I might have like, there might be some Ritz crackers in my, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't really <laughs> yeah, have yeah. stuff. Snacks. That, 
Like if my friends come over and they hungry, like they gotta, we gotta order you something, but I don't have nothing just laying. Yeah, out. yeah. You uh, you're making Uber Eats orders. Is what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So uh, now that you remind me, I might have to just get some snacks just in case. Something yeah, happens. yeah, yeah. When you leave a facility today, hit up the whole yeah. just close by. You know, get yourself something good. Um, where do you need to sharpen up your game to be a, uh, the contributor you want to be this year? I think is for me the biggest thing. And I think I did a good job last night is just pace, like making sure that I'm not getting sped up. Um, I think one play specifically, um, the, the play where I hit the three in the corner. Yeah. The biggest thing to me on that play was Ant pitched it up, I think, or Dane, Ant or Dane pitched it to me. I tried to attack, got cut off, and I brought the ball back out. And I, you know, and I swung it to Dane. And I think that play was big to me because – it showed my maturity and, okay, I don't have nothing, bring it back out. Whereas I feel like if, you know, maybe a year ago or maybe a month ago, I'd probably try to do some spin move or try to run the guy over, like something like that. And I think just not forcing it, just kind of seeing what the defense giving me um, is going to be the biggest thing. I, I mean, my shot is my shot I wanted to be. I'm going to continue to work on it, obviously. But um, I think just my pace is going to be the biggest thing. And uh, yeah, for sure. So that play you're talking about, you get on the left wing, you size the guy up. Are you see? Are you seeing like if one move, I I got him, and that one move doesn't work, and then you reset? Like, what's give me your process there? Like, take take me through what you're thinking, what you're seeing there, because I know I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I mean the the, the thought process is when you throw it up in transition, you want to flatten the defense, right? So when you know whoever it was that threw me the ball, I want to bring it down to the corner because it makes yeah. the help side flatten. And if I swing it up top, there's more space. Whereas if I stay on the wing, my guy's up. So if I so if I give it back to Ant, my guy's next to Ant. Whereas if I right, bring right. it down, I swing it, there's more space. So that's kind of what it was. And when I'm driving, I'm looking to score. But I see the guy coming over, so I'm like, okay, nothing there. So then I swing it back, and that's why Dame, Dame ended up having a you know, good look because of that. So um, that's really all it was. Are you – do you have to sort of recalibrate what you see yourself as from like a star to a hustle guy? Like, has that changed from your sort of mentality from when you came in the league? Like not that you can't be a star, but like what you're going to be asked to do on this specific team is provide some energy. Has that, is that something that's changed for you or did you always kind of figure out what your role was early yeah, on? I knew what it was coming in. Like, you know, I never, like I knew coming in, I wasn't going to be no star for the Portland Trailblazers my first year like that was never and I think even more so now I'm I'm going to be a more I'm going to have more of a role now offensively sure. than I did you know my first year um just because I've improved and I've earned that right um so I mean it's just a matter of just kind of doing what you can like just playing within yourself you know what I'm saying like that's that's what the NBA is like realistically there's more role players than stars so sure. you've got to figure out that little middle ground where it's like, okay, I play with Dame Lillard, CJ McCullough, Norman Powell. I ain't gonna be I ain't gonna be putting up 20 every night. That's just you gotta have that. It's just not shots there for it. Yeah. So it's like, how can I impact the game? You know what I'm saying? And um, and that's just what you gotta figure out. If you want to stick in the league and be successful as you can, that's the type of stuff you gotta come to terms with. And then eventually if I do my part. And something happens and then my role expands and it expands. But, you know, currently, you know, I'll just do what I can and 
you know, Chauncey's done a great job being straight up with me on what he want me to do. And it's allowed me to just be like, okay, I'm doing this, this, and this. I'm gonna do that to the best of my ability. I ain't gotta do, I ain't gotta put up 40. I ain't gotta freaking try to break guys down with the dribble and I don't have to have 10 assists. You know what I'm saying? Like I know right. what I'm supposed to do. So it allows me to do those jobs to a better ability. Does does that give you comfort knowing you're like having someone be very straightforward in your role? Is there some comfort yeah, there? Sure. It just makes everything easier. I'm not, I'm not guessing. I'm just sure. Like I know that I know the shots that he wants me to take. I know the shots that I can make. They watch me work out every single day. So they know what I'm capable of doing. So it's like if I do something in the game, say if I miss, I'm not I'm not worried about Chauncey like, nah, we don't want that. You know what I'm saying? If I if I shoot, if I'm open in the mid-range, like I haven't really shown that yet in the league a lot, but you know, I, I'm a really good mid-range shooter. So now I'm like, and Chauncey's told me that, and I work with Steve Hetzel, who's told me like, bro, like that's your game. Like just play your game. So it's like now if I shoot a mid-range pull-up and I miss, it's not like, what is he doing? That's a terrible shot. Like, right, like that's his game, but he just missed. You know what I'm saying? And that gives you confidence and allows you to play at, uh, at a higher comfort level. On Saturday, when they call your name to guard Devin Booker, what's that going to be like? That is, it's, it's another huge assignment. Like this is, this is the next sort of the next step is that when guys come in and the All Stars come in, this yeah. year little is going to be the one they ask to guard for six eight minutes right there in each half. Yeah, I mean, it ain't no, ain't no thing to me. Like Devin Booker is a really good player, but I think when you, if you start to buy into all that, like you, you kind of lose the battle. It's just. Sure. He is good. You do got to know his tendencies, but um, and those type of guys, you can't really stop them. You just got to make it as hard as you can. You know what I'm saying? And that's really, that's what my goal is to just bother them with length, physicality, speed, try to be there and then just make it tough for him. Because over the course of a game, you know, if you got to do a lot to get a shot off, you may make some, but it's going to wear on him. And by the time the fourth quarter comes or the stars are back in the game, you know, he ain't as fresher. He ain't in a super good rhythm. He ain't feeling super good. That's really my main focus. And, you know, it's the NBA, man. Guys are good. They're going to hit shots. So, um, you know, all I can do is really give effort. But Yeah, you got to be pretty good to be bad in the NBA. So you got to be great to be great in the NBA. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a tough job. Hey, I appreciate you for joining me. Thanks so much. Uh, we'll uh, tell, uh, tell all your pals to listen to Lockdown Blazers. I'm sure everyone in the locker room is loving the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> appreciate you, man. Uh, right. We'll, uh, if, we'll have you on soon. I'll retweet it. All right, I will. I'll, I'll tag you in it for sure. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. All right, see you, dude. Thanks again to Nas for joining the program. It was a ton of fun chatting with him today. Uh, do me a favor, y'all. If you haven't already subscribed on YouTube, go ahead and do that right now. Subscribe on subscribe on YouTube. Go to If you're holding your phone in your hand, listen to this podcast, go to YouTube right now and subscribe. If you're watching this on YouTube and you haven't subscribed, just smash that button right down there, please. Uh, let's get to 1,000 by Halloween. Can't do it without your help. Let's follow, follow the goal. Let's do, do it with me now. Um, we Blades play a game Saturday night. They play the Phoenix Suns. We just talked about it a little bit with Nas there at the end of the show. Uh, we will have a recap of that game. Look for it in your feeds uh, Sunday afternoon or, or, or very, very early Monday morning. Uh, we will have mailbag next week. We're going to have uh, some some game recaps. We've got an interview next week. Jason Quick of The Athletic is going to join the program. Lockdown Blazers in full swing. It is regular season. We are going to have five episodes every day of the week 
free wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. So make Lockdown Blazers your first listen every day. Start your day listening to the program. Learn what you need to know about the Blazers. It's the only Portland daily Portland Trail Blazers podcast. So get on board. Join the fun. And if you're new, welcome. I'm happy to have you. If you're a longtime listener, happy to have you too. Thanks for sticking with me. Appreciate listening. Talk to you soon.